0: Hello, and welcome to the Three World Podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan, and I have Pete Skelly here with me. He is our Director of Technology, yes? That uh, that's correct. Director of Technology. they so call you, me today. You take the technology and you direct it in certain ways. Is that what you do? Is that, some would say that. Some would say that. It's, this is going to be a really fun podcast because uh, Pete is in the delirium stage at this point right now. <laughs> So uh, what better than to sit down, record it for posterity? And uh, so when your grandkids are listening to this, they're like, Papa, what, what are you talking about? I don't understand what you're talking about. You sound silly. Um, what, uh, seriously, today we wanted to talk about a subject that we covered uh, in the Morning Brew. A morning Brew is a um, something we do weekly where we sort of do knowledge sharing within Three Will. And uh, this week you covered... Azure Functions, correct?
1: Yes, that's
0: correct. Hit that and um, tell me at a high level, uh, assume I I was there and listening, or maybe I wasn't listening, and uh, you're going to describe this to me at a a high level. Uh,
1: Azure Functions, I don't even know what the the Microsoft marketing uh, terminology and speak is at this point, um, but... Azure Functions to me really are uh, the a, a pure function, if you will, and not in the uh, proper use of pure function. Don't send me hate mail. Um, it's just the functionality that you want to run. Okay. There's no additional need to have a full-blown Visual Studio project or you know all this extra cruft, um to accomplish a uh, mm-hmm. Typically, small task. Um, there's a whole lot of caveats around that, but that kind of boils down. You've got something you want to accomplish. It can be chunked very small, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a an in and out function that achieves some you know valuable. Uh, process
0: so this is previously we take these these and you know you'd build out an app and this app would do have a bunch of functions inside of it and yep. here we're taking something it's gonna when we're just putting it out there in the in the cloud and uh something that we can interact with and um do what we need to do in little bite-sized mm-hmm. chunks yep um and they go and they do their thing, and they probably, I guess, just very specific inputs and outputs for this little guy that does his thing.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, Azure Functions are based on the Azure Web Jobs SDK. Okay. So, um, you know, and and please, if somebody, if I misstate this, provide some comments or feedback in the in the uh, you be know, a website that Danny yep. has. So. Yep. Um, uh, you know, full transparency, Azure Functions were recently released to GA. Okay. Um, so myself and and uh, someone else in our free time are spending some time learning some Azure Functions, and one of the things that we started to look at was, what do you really do with them? Mm-hmm. And so the classic example is a timer job. Okay. So probably the, the biggest use of web jobs, at least from Three Wheels perspective, For customers or even internal, um, we used web jobs for timer jobs. So we had some. I love a good web job, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) So the timer job really was. I just, just I'm not even going there. (laughs) Um, The timer job really is is the classic example. You know, I have. I have to clean out some table in a database, or I have uh, files in in some location that I want to clean out, or um, it's a very simple, everybody okay. gets it, you know, classic uh, IT admin schedule a job to actually import a file or something. Nice. Um, but in Azure Functions, uh, it's a very simple mechanism of saying I have this little bit of code that might have to You know, add a file or parse a file and update a database or parse uh, many files and update a database. Mm -hmm. And so you can create these functions that are based on HTTP triggers. So basically kind of a a, um, fire and forget mechanism or even endpoints that might serve a mobile app or a custom app or even a, a SharePoint app, for example. Um, they could be timers, they could be blob or queue based, and all of these things are just events. So an event kicks off that code and, uh, that Azure Functions just, um, essentially going to run and perform some action.
0: And this tickles you inside because one of the things that you can do is PowerShell? Uh, you
1: so can, what's, one what's of the, the things, there? yeah, one of the things that, that part of what, what I kind of dove into in the, um, Morning Brew the other day was uh, to try to get my feet wet with um, functions. Mm-hmm. You can do you can write the Azure Functions in uh, multiple languages, so they have support for Node and C Sharp and Bash and PowerShell, et etc. And I figured, hey, PowerShell seems pretty good, and mm-hmm. and I had just read um, that everything went GA uh, for Azure Functions, and I also saw an article or blog post by John Liu about using the PMP PowerShell commandlets in an Azure function. So I said, why not give it a shot? Sure. And so using the PowerShell, um, using a PowerShell function, um, and based on an HTTP trigger, I was trying to set up a Microsoft Flow from a SharePoint list to kick off an Azure function that would provision a site collection in Office 365 Boom. and so um, it was easy piece of cake uh, setting everything up was fairly easy except Uh for getting the PowerShell PNP commandlets to work little did I know you know spoiler alert um, the uh, commandlets had been changed um, probably two weeks prior (laughs) And so everything that you Was know, John, had written about what? the names, okay. the commandlet okay. names were yeah. changed. So they had used, um, you know, star pnp or star spo for SharePoint Online for their commandlet names. And that caused a couple of problems, and, and it was something you could work around, but they recently changed it to star PNP star. So, for example, get-pnp-site would get at you site collection. Okay. Um, what I did not know is that that had occurred and that I had grabbed the latest code for the PowerShell commandlets and was trying to thinking that it was an Azure function issue because I've used the PowerShell commandlets enough in the past to know exactly what they were. Um, it's always something simple, and I didn't know what I didn't know, and yep. they were renamed. So in the end, it was real simple to set up, very simple issue. Um, you, just took a little there, while man? to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. You know? yeah. So um, in the end, it was a very simple create a SharePoint list, create a flow, um, okay. and then flow has the ability to basically call out to an HTTP endpoint. And that pushed the data over to um, the actual Azure function. PowerShell took that data and basically provisioned the site collection and applied the uh, site template from the PMP um, commandlets. So, really simple exercise, but shows some of the power of Azure functions. And right now, kind of diving into some other things, um, there's some edges with it uh, at this point. So, learning some of the um, development style. Uh, some of the, the uh, SDLC or, or ALM, depending on who you are, uh, some of the lifecycle management, uh, ways of developing functions, deploying functions, managing them, etc. Thank you
0: for defining the acronyms for me. That's yeah, so, so software development lifecycle and, a- <laughs> and uh,
1: application lifecycle management. So, you know, it, 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 their functions are pretty... Uh, they're extremely powerful, mm-hmm. um, and there's they're super simple to get started with. So you can literally go to the uh, Azure uh, Functions. Com, and in the course of probably twenty clicks, uh, have some pretty powerful stuff wired up. Did but, you look?
0: Did you look at all? How are they pricing this? I mean, how do you license something?
1: Like so that? the in a nutshell, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's compute time. Okay, compute time. So really, it's uh, you know for. For someone doing development, you could probably get away, you know, learning it, you could get away with, you know, pennies. If yeah. you've got a uh, developer subscription or if, or an MD, MSDN subscription to Azure, um, it's not going to cost you really anything to get started. Um, there's in the millions of compute cycles um, for, uh, you know, for free, basically, with an Azure, Azure subscription. If you're using, uh, you know... If you're processing blobs so if somebody puts a file into a blob storage and you have a function that's kicked off because of that event um, obviously you're going to pay for some blob storage and some of the storage things Or depending on how much you're using could get a little pricey Um, but to get started and to start figuring it out um, very cheap Um, and also really looking at you know if you have things that are that typically might be a workload where You know, a couple of our customers currently have a classic scheduled task running on a server in their own environment. Mm
0: -hmm. And so
1: they're paying for the infrastructure for the server. They're paying for the server itself. They're paying for somebody to monitor and manage it if they've got to patch it. You know, all of those things where literally they've got a PowerShell uh, script that's, you know, 50 lines of PowerShell that's running, that's doing the work that can be moved up to Azure and actually, you know, function in Azure. They get rid of all that cost. They get rid of all those kind of moving parts and it just becomes somebody uploads a file to blob storage, that function runs, they get charged for the time that that function's running and they move on. Um, Really, I think there's a lot of potential there. Um, You know, the IFTTT mentality and Zapier mentality and now flow, that style of interaction with things, and and we, you know, wrote in a white paper many moons ago, you know, the true power of um, kind of a a network, if you will, are all the permutations that you have, basically all of those nodes, the more nodes you have, the more value you're gonna get. Mm -hmm. Well, flow just kind of, between flow and functions and all these other things, it's, it's now you're getting to, a power user could make some really Effective um, workflows, if you will, and I'm doing air quotes on the on the podcast. I that's see. Not I see. I see the so, um, <laughs> But you can create some really powerful, you know, sort of personal workflows using Flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if there's are something that need to be more enterprise grade, um, that's where Logic Apps would come in. Okay. So you know, in effect, uh, Logic Apps would be the enterprise level of a personal flow, if you will, um, and Logic apps basically know how to interpret, interact with. You have full access to Azure Functions, so it's it's the big boy uh, movement to getting all of the you know business processes that would be event driven within kind of your Office three sixty five or Azure environment. So,
0: so someone getting started with this, besides uh, nailing the class names, <laughs> or, uh, what <laughs> would you uh, figuring out the easy f- stuff? F- um, <clears throat> any. Tips. That start and have for them.
1: Start with functions.azure.com. Okay. Um, you'll need a Azure subscription. Yeah. Okay. But um, that's the simplest way to get started. Uh, the Azure Web Jobs SDK in GitHub uh, has a ton of samples. Um, I believe it's Chris Anderson um, did a Azure Functions demo or seminar or session at um ignite this year okay and that is probably one of the better things i've seen as far as explaining what they are how to use them you know giving you some concrete examples etc um and uh once you kind of go through the ui to get your feet wet um there is in there's several utilities depending on if you're inside of uh visual studio me personally i'm on a Mac, Mm -hmm. so I'm using some command line tools. So the uh, Azure Functions command line interface uh, actually lets you stub things out and get started kind of in a better um, application lifecycle management. So you're using source control, you're pushing to a repository. Nice. Um, That's actually gonna, once you push it, check your code into master, it actually deploys it out to the function. So get a little bit more advanced once you get out of the UI um, in the web, uh, you got to get some tooling and, and so that's not there yet. Uh, it's kind of half baked. There's okay. some really good stuff out there, but it takes a little effort. That's kind of the stage I'm in is getting the pieces and parts together so that you're actually doing the development quote properly versus trying to go through a UI and not being really scalable. Not that there's not value in that, mm-hmm. but for our customers, you know we've got to find a way to actually make that a little bit more ALM compliant.
0: So, when do you see, first, and we're getting here to the latter stages of this, so I'll need to let you get back to work here. <laughs> um, when do you see first using functions on projects or Azure functions on projects? Are you next I, I, project you're going to be on? or? Is it uh,
1: I think the dependency right now is does the customer have Office 365 first okay. off? Um, if they have Office 365 I think that's the easiest on-ramp because then it's just okay you've got Office 365 let's get a subscription in Mm -hmm. Azure Mm -hmm. and basically wire up some processes so one of our customers that I'm working with currently um, that's in their plan for 2017. Great. Um, so they're really looking forward to kind of doing some of the things I described, which are kind of timer job based on premises and moving those into the cloud and using just pure compute so they're not uh, not they don't have servers on-prem anymore, those types of things. Um, Do you mind
0: taking a couple hours this weekend and uh, getting the jive migration tool over into this functions? Uh, sure somebody else actually, can... the reason
1: why I'm a deer in the headlights today is yes. because I'm working. On, I've been mired in Git for uh, most of the day, trying uh-huh. to set it up so that we can have uh, multiple Git repositories that share all the same code. So. Uh, I'm working on your migrator tool right now as we speak, ah, thank you. <laughs> so very it's nice. coming. Um, nice. I don't know if it'll be in Azure Functions very soon, <laughs> but it—that's kind of the long-term goal for some of this. stuff. Focus <laughs> so. in on getting the project done. Uh, I, I'm,
0: I'm like the number 18th priority around yeah. here, so I understand that. I, I, I know where I fit into the world. I, well, with that, thank you so much for taking, especially at the end of the day here, taking some time out just to share—you um, know—share internally at the. Uh, earlier this week and then sharing with everybody here. If you're picking this up and um, have any questions, please leave a comment at the bottom of the page. Uh, also, promote your website,
1: Pete. Uh, uh The... Uh, Azure Functions blog post that actually goes through what I had to do to get the PMP uh, commandlets working, sure. um, full code, those types of things are all out there. So. Yeah,
0: and I'll put a link to that at the bottom of the page as well. So jump off there is a good next step from here. And uh, thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye bye.